You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. What's up, D.C.? Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Wizards with SB Nation's Bullets Forever writer, Ben Mehech and myself, Anthony Cittadino. We're your hosts, and you are now Lockdown Wizards. Go subscribe to the Lockdown Wizards podcast and the Lockdown Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you may listen. Go throw us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Wizards. We have a great show ahead of us and a lot to get into. But first, we would love to welcome our guest on the show today, the CEO of Pure Sport or pure sweat basketball. He trains Bradley Beal, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, and many more other and, and many other NBA players. One of the top NBA trainers in the game, Drew Hanlon. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Drew, how are you doing with this uh, pandemic stuff? Are you doing kind of COVID training or are you doing still in-person socially distanced? Or how are you kind of operating during this time? Yeah, both ways. Um, you know, I kind of formed mini bubbles with some of the guys where I'll go into their cities and, uh, you know, spend maybe two weeks uh, at a time with them. Um, but then uh, during the off season, the guys did come out to L.A. We just had everybody tested, uh, kept it the gym super locked down and uh, made sure that all the interns that were assisting with workouts were all in the same house, uh, you know, out in L.A. So, um, you know, there's definitely been some changes just to make sure that we're all staying safe and protecting the players. Uh, I get tested every single day um, just because I'm under the same protocol as the NBA guys if I am in, in person with them. Um, and then other than that, just doing a ton of film work like I've always done just to try to make adjustments uh, virtually um, so that I don't have to necessarily hop on a, on a flight and uh, get in the gym with them. So, Drew, speaking of film work and, and watching a player develop, we've obviously had a keen eye on Bradley Beal, given that we've covered his career here in Washington. And you've known him since he was a teenager and you've had an instrumental part in, in the way he's developed. And this year, even though he averaged 30 points per game last year, I think he's taken such a step that he's probably in the contention for most improved player, which is kind of absurd to say, given how great he was last year. What do you think? Um, what is the biggest change that you've seen in his game throughout the course of his career, um, given the progress that he's made over these last few seasons? Yeah, I mean, I think that just every year he, uh, you know, he continues to get better. And I think that everyone thought that he was going to hit a way lower plateau than where he's at now. And he just keeps proving people wrong. You know, the truth is uh, there's not a guard in the NBA that's playing better than him. You know, I know there's some bigger names. You've got the guys that have always done it. You've got Steph Curry, who's been a unanimous MVP. You've got James Harden, who's been an MVP. You've got, you know, all these guys. But the truth is Brad's playing better than any guard in the NBA right now, period. And um, and that's saying a lot, but it's the truth, you know. And I think that the big thing was last year he had almost a tale of, of two halves. You know, the first half of the season he was averaging, you know, 28 29 points a game, but he was shooting 30% from three. It wasn't as efficient as, as we would have hoped and loved. Um, and then the second half of the season, you know, he shot 49% from three averaged like 37 a game and, and went on this run that people thought was just kind of a, a hot streak. And, um, you know, I remember talking to him this summer and kind of, you know, us just laughing with each other. Cause, uh, you know, normally every summer we start off with a conversation of break down the film and then ask kind of, what do we want to add to your game? And uh, I said, hey, I think we just got to make sure you're more efficient from the three-point line, but I don't know if we're going to really add anything. It's just really just making sure that 
what you did the second half of last season continues uh, to happen this season. And so uh, all we really worked on was balanced shooting, which was one of the big things that we changed at All-Star break last year. We, t- we made sure the pocket was tighter to his body and we made sure they remained on balance. And, um, you know, he's been unbelievable in, in every aspect of the game at the rim. He's efficient, mid range. He's efficient, three pointers. He's efficient, free throw line. He's efficient. So, uh, really no complaints besides we, we would love that, you know, if he was, uh, you know, able to get a few more wins and, and obviously have a little bit more help. Right. So Drew, um, seeing how that you've known Bradley his, his entire career and every year he has taken like a major jump. I mean, numbers wise, uh, I mean, just every, you know, in every aspect of his game, he has just, he has gotten way better every year. How, how much further do you think he can go? I mean, he's, he's in the, you know, he's in the prime of his career right now, 27 right now he's putting up over 35 a game. I mean, and, and he's, he's still climbing the stairs. I mean, do you see him continuing to, to climb, continuing to, to get better? Here's what I think. I think the big thing is there's a difference between improving as a basketball player and your stats and improving. And so I think that that's the biggest thing that, you know, we'll continue to see as he continues to uh, get older, more mature and everything like that is I think that, um, you know, he'll just contribute uh, to winning and impact winning more and more each and every year. And so, you know, the, in the ideal world, uh, you know, obviously we see him on a contender and we see how his uh, role evolves on a contending team. And I know that he wants that to happen in Washington, um, you know, and and so that's the first thing is I think that his role will change as the personnel changes and as his team starts, um, you know, being more of a contender. But um, for the short term, like I said, I mean, each year we picked one thing to get better at. I remember, you know, maybe five, six years ago, we were like, all right, let's let's really work on you driving downhill. And when he started doing that, everyone was like, whoa, this is a different Brad Beal. You know, we knew that he could shoot the ball, but like he's really getting downhill. And then it was adding the hezzy to his game. And once we added the hezzy and the shiftiness, he started really being one of the best kind of ball handlers and creators in the league. Then we, you know, we start adding things each and every single year where, you know, now he's such a polished player that it's not like we're going to add new things. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel. He's, he's efficiently averaging 35 points a game. Now it's just about uh, making sure that he's thinking the game um, in the right manner, making sure that he's making others around him better. And I think that as the personnel changes, as he uh, you know, gets more and more help, I think you're going to see an evolved Brad Beal in that aspect from a leadership and impacting winning uh, role. But right now he's out there doing everything that he possibly can. You know, I was looking at some of the advanced uh, metrics today and it it said like his uh the difference in win share if he was on the team or versus off the team uh you know was like 28 you know so if you took him off the team the wizard would lose 28 more games i said i don't even know how that's possible you know the math doesn't even add up but somehow that's how good he is analytically right now where uh you know his numbers say that the wizard should win 40 games this season based on just his numbers what he's doing and without him it was i think 12 wins in the whole season so um yeah, I think that, you know, he's really, really good basketball player already. Like I mentioned earlier, I think he's, he's uh, you know, having the best season out of any guard in the NBA. And, um, you know, I just I, – I, as well as everybody else, just wants to, uh, to see what he can do when he has uh, some personnel that can, that can really allow him to compete at the highest level. Right, and the work that you guys have been doing is paying off right now. For, I mean, you know, not maybe not for the for the Wizards, you know, win win and loss column, but for how Bradley's playing, you guys have been doing absolutely great, great work. And I agree with you 100. He he does seem like to uh, 
the top guard in the league right now. No one's doing what he's doing. But we got a lot to get into, a lot more talk on Bradley Beal with Drew Hanlon here, guys. But first, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online. Are we ready for some football? The Super Bowl is now set, and the NBA season keeps on rolling. There is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code LOCKDOWN for your 50% welcome bonus. Tom Brady and the Bucks keep rolling, and they will meet Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, who look to win their second Super Bowl in two years. Who do you got? It's legend versus legend. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKDOWN to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Lockdown Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Lockdown Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with the Lockdown Today podcast. Drew, um, our listeners would be angry at us, um, and I think your previous answer leads to a good segue to this question. Um, obviously, Brad is frustrated with the team. They're 3-11. and 11. He's doing all he can, as you mentioned. How have you seen him handle these frustrations? You've, you've known him since he was a teenager. Um, he's one of those players in the, in the ilk of a Damian Lillard where he wants to see this through with this team. But at some point, I'm assuming the frustration boils over. How have you seen him handle similar frustrations in the past? And how do you kind of see this progressing? I would say two things. One, I mean, I would never speak for Brad, but, you know, if you take the quotes that he had in last night's press conference, you know, he, they, they asked him point blank, you know, are you frustrated? And he said, is the sky blue? Um, it's obviously frustrated. You know, he's a guy that is a competitor and uh, mentally he's as tough as anybody that I've ever worked with, you know? And so when you have a guy that hates losing in anything, you know, you'll see him get frustrated if he's losing in a game of Madden, you know, in, on, on Xbox or PlayStation. Um, obviously, uh, you know, the, the losses piling up get to you. And especially when you're out there, you know, you've seen the last 10 times you score over 40 points, they've lost. That's frustrating when you feel like you're doing everything you can to impact winning and you're not getting those wins. And so, um, you know, Brad is as loyal as they come. You know, I've worked with him for 14 years now. You know, that's the loyalty that we we've shown each other, you know, I've, I've always been there for him. He's always been there for me. And he's shown that same kind of loyalty to uh, the wizards. You know, a lot of other players in his situation um, would have already requested a trade and, and done so in the wrong manner. We both have a great relationship with Tommy Shepard. And I know that Tommy inherited, uh, you know, not the best of situation, but he's trying his best to turn it around. And uh, you know, Brad's given him a chance to do that just because, you know, he loves Tommy so much. And so, um, you know, I know that, uh, you know, the social media world is quick to, you know, use the hashtag free Brad Beal after every <laughs> monster game and stuff like that. But, um, you know, Brad is one of those guys where as he has a good stubbornness to him in the aspect of, you know, he knows the Wizards drafted him because they believed in him. Uh, you know, I think that he's already surpassed everybody's expectations on draft night. And, uh, you know, he, he would in an ideal world uh, win in, in Washington. And so, um, you know, I, I don't think he's going to do the James Hardy's, you don't see, you're not going to see him wrapping up under his, uh, warmups and, uh, and try to play, you know, play fat or, or have social media, uh, you know, go the <laughs> wrong way. Um, you know, he's just always been about his business. He's a hooper at heart. He loves basketball and he's a basketball purist in that matter. You know, he just, he just wants to win. That's all he's about. And so, um, I hope he gets that opportunity to do so in the next couple of years. And ideally it would be in a, in a wizard's jersey. 
Great. We're going to ask Drew one final question before we do that. We'll tell you about Built Bar. It's one of the most delicious protein bars on the market. If you're on keto, it's a perfect bar for you. Anthony just got his shipment. He absolutely loves Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. On the Rejecting the Screen podcast feed right now, hosts Adam Stanko and Noah Kozlov are honoring Kobe Bryant's life and career with a two-part special podcast event. Hear stories you have never heard about Kobe from his teammates, opponents, coaches, and journalists. Get both parts by subscribing to the Rejecting the Screen podcast feed after this podcast. Drew, you mentioned Bradley Beal's offense, and he's leading the league in scoring right now, and there's no question that he's become an elite scorer and perhaps the best scorer in basketball today. But I want to ask you about his defense. How much of a role have you had in, in that side of the ball, his development? Because he has gotten some criticism on, um, I guess, his defense. Although, I mean, it's kind of hard to become a good defender when you're asked to you know, score 40, 50 points a game. For sure. I think that, uh, you know, I think that some of the criticism is is just, um, you know, and I think part of that was because of the high load, uh, you know, that he had to carry on offense and also the high volume of minutes uh, throughout the season. Um, but I think that people don't realize that Brad is actually a really good defender um, when it comes down to it. I think that, you know, the team side of defense, there are some times where, um, you know, when your teammates aren't doing as well, obviously your numbers are going to look poor or you're going to miss assignments that, that are on your, on your uh, kind of, um, you know, dime. But uh, the truth is, you know, when, when you've seen Brad the, the years before, he was a great defender. You know what I mean? It's, it's uh, one of those things that um, I think it's easier to play defense when you're uh, um, when it means something, you know, and so I'm not not giving him any excuses, but I think he's a really good defender. Um, I think on ball defense defense is is uh, really good. I think that off ball defense, you know, you know, when he's locked in and when they're in the games, it's really good. But I do think that sometimes when the game's out of hand or uh, when he's playing heavy minutes, there are some missed assignments that that he could improve on. But um, I think some of the defensive stuff is is overblown because it's so easy to to grab you know a few clips and it go viral. You put together a minute of a guy missing uh, rotations. You could do that on any player in the NBA, and uh, you know once it gets posted, then there's a knock on it. But the truth is, when it comes to defensive uh, metrics, if you look, I mean every year, whoever's the best defensive team, all their players are quote unquote good defenders analytically. You know, you'll look last year in the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks had you know, 20 of the best defenders in the league. No, it was because their scheme and system were really good. And so I think that that's part of the reason why some of his defensive metrics have been off is just because the team has been off uh, as a whole defensively. Gotcha. So Drew, as the season has gone on, I mean, I know they're only like, you know, 14 games into the season now, but, and, and you, and you definitely probably, probably watched every single game so far as you've been watching um, and been working with them. Have you seen anything in Brad's game that, that you've been wanting to work on more? Have you seen anything that, that you were like, maybe we can improve here, maybe we can improve there? No, to be honest with you, I mean, there's little things that we do game by game, you know, little adjustments or, you know, at the beginning of the season, the first couple of games, I know it seems like so far ago, but uh, there were some balanced things on his shot that, you know, we had just, I sent him a few clips and he said, yeah, I see that. I'm not shooting on the way up. I was holding the ball a little bit longer. Um, but, you know, he broke out of that, uh, you know, when he had 60 points, <laughs> that was a, uh, that was an easy night. You know, you, you send, uh, send some clips and he goes out and drops 60. You, it makes you feel good about, uh, you know, making the adjustments and not having to come up to DC to do anything, but that's how special of a talent he is. You know I mean? It, it's literally, I sometimes I'll just send him a text message and say, Hey, try this or do this. And he's able to do it. And other times I'll send him video and we talk through things. But, um, you know, I think one of the, 
misconceptions about, um, you know, NBA trainers in general, or, or people maybe just don't know about it, but when these guys are as talented and as high IQ as a guy like Brad, it's not me always telling him what to do. It's, it's us working together to come up with solutions for the problems that he's experiencing. So right now it's more about just, uh, you know, finding little things that he can get better at trying to prepare him for every double team scheme system that, you know, teams are going to throw at him so that he's prepared when, when guys do run junk defenses, but um, no, Brad's Brad's playing at elite level basketball right now, and uh, now the next, the only last, last thing to do right now is just win more games. Yeah, when the guy's averaging thirty five points per game, there's not much more, I guess, you can ask of him. Mr. Drew Hanlon, we really appreciate your time. Um, you can you can follow him at Drew Hanlon on Twitter. Check out PureSweatBasketball.com as well. Drew, we really appreciate your time and your insight. Hopefully, Brad remains a wizard, and we can have you back on to talk about his progression with the team, and we can get some wins in the in the one column. Awesome. Appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you, Drew. Well, that's all we got for you tonight, DC. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the great Drew Hanlon, CEO of Pure Sweat Basketball, trainer of Bradley Beal, and many other great NBA players. DC, we love you. We appreciate you. We can't wait to rock with you again Monday through Friday. Lockdown Wizards, if you already haven't done it, go subscribe to the Lockdown Wizards podcast on the the Lockdown Podcast Network. The Wizards look to gain their fourth win Friday night against the Atlanta Hawks, 7 p.m. Eastern time, guys. Tune in. Hopefully we can get a win in the win column. Ben and I can give you some good news. So we hope you have a great rest of your day, great night, whenever you you may be listening, and we can't wait to rock with you again. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.